The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob here. Four steps to easier selling with less friction and less tennis overcoming objections back and forth, hitting it harder and harder in this massive volley. And they are. This is take 572. I'm going to do this this time. Step one is agree with them. Meet them where they're at. Step two is reframe. Step three is bridge. Step four is close, call to action, next step. So I'll try and simplify that even more by going step one, agree. Step two, refrain. Step three, bridge. Step four, call to action. Because a call to action may be asking for the money, but it might be the next step in the sales process because it's not always best to go straight in for the sale. All right, so the mistake I think most people make with selling is the objection overcoming. Someone objects, it's expensive. You say, oh no, it's not expensive. It's an investment in your education and knowledge. It will give you a great return on investment. It will pay you back for many years to come. Uh, whilst you might be right about that if you have a great product, the person who says to you it's expensive, um, they don't think, oh yeah, 10 seconds ago I thought it was expensive, but now you've just said to me it's an investment and I'm going to get an ROI. I don't think it's expensive anymore. I think it's a bargain. They're still going to think it's expensive. So I'd much rather you, instead of hitting people's objections and trying to overcome them aggressively, simply meet them where they're at, agree with them. Because if you agree with people, then generally speaking, you build the rapport. If you disagree with people, no matter how much you agree or um, no matter how much pushy or not pushy you are, you disagree. Even if you disagree kindly, you still disagree. So Meeting them where they're at by agreeing with them is the first step in the sales process so that you don't lose them and you don't turn it into this tennis match where you're hitting the ball harder and harder and they're hitting the ball harder and harder back and forth at each other. So I'm going to give you two examples of this. Uh, so one is if they say it's expensive and one if they say they don't have any time. So Rob, I'm interested in doing your mastermind program, £25,000 is expensive. I'd say, yeah, it's a decent amount of money. And it's because it's that amount of money that it attracts the right peers and mentors in your group to take you to the next level. And, you know, there are cheaper mastermind programs out there. And if the mastermind was £5,000, then you'd probably have business peers and mentors at the, you know, very startup level. And maybe they wouldn't give you the best information and knowledge that you need. So what I've done is I've agreed with them. Now, I was very technical in the way that I agreed with them. I, when they said it's expensive, I didn't go, yeah, man, it's expensive. I, you know, because what I don't want to do is cement their belief. I'd say, I agree with you. That's the first thing that you always say. I agree with you. It's a decent amount of money. Now, that phrase is sort of specifically vague and generic enough that I'm agreeing with them, but I'm not going, oh, yeah, it's really expensive because that could actually push them away. And then I use the fact that it's expensive as the reason why they should do it. Whereas most people are saying, oh, no, it's not expensive. It's a return on investment. Um, it will pay you for many years to come, even though it'll put you in debt for the, you know, the next six months. So you use the objection as the reason that they should do it, which is the reframe. So I'll give you another quick example. Um, so time. Oh, Rob, I haven't got time to do this. I'm like, I agree with you. No one is less busy now. We're all busier and busier and busier. 
I guess it depends on what's most important to you. And if you want to free more time, that might be the reason that you need to do this. You know, if someone said, oh, Rob, I'm too, too busy to read your book, start now, get perfect later. I might say, I agree with you. We're all really busy, but maybe it's the reason. The fact that you're busy is the reason why you need to make time to read the book so that you're less busy um, to free your time. So if you get it right, it's almost hypnotic and it almost slightly ties their knots and their mind in knots and confuses them a little. So Marshall Silver taught me the and it's because reframe. Um, he, he, he's uh, like a, a very um, gregarious um, brash, you could say, um, American salesman who's learned a lot of hypnosis. He used to do stage hypnosis in Vegas. It's dangerous if you don't use it in the right capacity. Um, and he taught me this and it's because uh, reframe. Um, if anyone gives you any objection and then you agree with them and you say, and it's because it turns the objection into the reason, reason that they should, should do it. Oh, Rob, I haven't got time to do this. I'm so busy. I agree with you. You're really, we're all really busy. It's because you're really busy. You probably need to do this to free up the time so that you're not busy your whole life. Okay, so the reframe jumps on the agreement and turns it into the reason that they should do it. You could do this with the objection of expense. You could do this of, of the objection of time. You could do this of the obje objection of can't get the budget through or, um, you know, a partner uh, getting in the way or whatever. So once you've reframed um, elegantly and in agreement, then you move into a bridge. So um, a lot of people I find in sales, there's this awkward void between discussing through the options and then moving into the call to action. Um, I do a lot of public speaking and at the public speaking uh, situations I'm involved in, often there's a sale. And I know when I feel like I have the most elegant bridge, it might be a story that I tell the client that's related to their journey that takes them through into, so what's the next step? What do we do from here? Um, do you have, uh, do you want to pay by credit or debit card, uh, etc.? Um, I find that's a better way. So you don't get that sort of awkward coldness and that weirdness and that silence within the sale. So a bridge is simply a way to go from the reframe uh, and the point where you sense it's time to start closing uh, and then closing. That could be a permission frame. Is it okay if we talk about how I can help you next? Is it okay if I help you do achieve X, Y, and Z? And X, Y, and Z might be what your product offers. Or um, just tell them a quick story uh, of a client in a similar position, a case study, something like that. Oh, yeah, this reminds me of a time when X client was in this situation and maybe in debt and in, had this specific o uh, objection uh, and then take them through into the next steps. Um, I like the call to action not to be so much about what they've got to do, but the benefit of why they do it, uh, which gives an undeniable yes, an undeniable positive. So instead of saying, hey, you know, do you want to do my podcast course? I might say something like, would you like to be a, a media influencer and would you write, like to reach millions of people um, in hundreds of countries? Because no one's going to say if they want to do a podcast course, if they're interested in that. No, I don't want to be an influencer. And no, I don't want to reach anyone. Um, and then I'd say, in that case, is it OK if we talk about next steps doing my podcast course? So that would be a nice bridge. It's only a couple of sentences, but it just dances you into the sale rather than that awkward sort of push. So I'll try and say that again. So instead of saying, do you want to do my podcast course? I might say, um, would you like some help becoming a global influencer, uh, possibly reaching millions of people in hundreds of countries? Notice my words here are very carefully phrased. Uh, um, possibly because you can't guarantee that. Um, but, you know, they won't hear that. Um, but, you know, you don't want to make false promises. 
Uh, they're obviously going to say yes, and then you might lead into a permission bridge. That's two small bridges. Would it be okay if we discuss, um, you know, the options for you on getting on the podcast media masterclass? They say yes, and then you're into the sale. So you've gone from agreement to turning the agreement into the objection overcoming into, you know, a little story or an outcome-driven um, question rather than a do my course question, which is undeniably uh, an affirmative, and then a permission frame into, and all of a sudden you're talking about them joining your podcast course. And it's very, it's like a dance rather than a boxing match or a tennis match. I did it. I can't believe I did it. I took 15 takes to do this this morning, but I did it. Man, I think I need to take the day off now. So let me just summarize this for you. I know I talk fast uh, and, you know, maybe you need to sort of listen to this two or three times to pick out the little bits. Um, uh, so the four step simple sales process is first agree with them, then reframe the objection into the benefit and the reason why they should do it. Then bridge elegantly bridge into the um, persuasive uh, dance like call to action or next steps. Um, you don't have to be a pushy salesperson. You know, you don't have to read a hundred sales books. You can be a good listener who looks to find their objections and agree with them without making them, without agreeing with them too much. Um, oh, it's expensive. Yeah, it's fucking expensive. No, no, no. You agree elegantly. Um, then you turn that agreement into the reason why they should do it. You take them through the bridge and into the sale. Uh, it's definitely time to go now because now I'm starting to repeat myself. I don't want to fuck it up again. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Mm -hmm.